Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Sheila O'Callaghan, no relation, originally from Cork, perhaps she is, travelled and worked in 70 countries before a chance encounter in her late 40s led to her becoming an in-demand fashion model at the age of 49. Now she works with an agency that has Naomi Campbell on their books. Good morning, Sheila. Hey, Gareth. Nice to speak with you. Nice to speak to you too. Before I talk about your amazing story, we are both O'Callaghan heritage. So where were, yes. your, where were your grandparents from? I'm curious to know. Well, my grandparents and my father and even my mother were all from the same locality in northwest Cork. So close to, close to Kenturk, Newmarket. And then there's a small little village called Neelan. So my grandparents came from Neelan on my father's side, and my grandparents on my mother's side were from Lyre near Bantir. Wow. And, so, yeah, and, I, yeah, all I, very local. I reckon we are somewhere down to the misty timeline over the generations. Are we related? Well, I think so. <laughs> well, there, there had to be a Mr. O'Callaghan somewhere back in wherever, the 1400s. Oh, yeah. no, we, we, had, we had castles. We weren't doing too badly back in the day. Yeah. Oh, we had castles. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, the, as far as I know, I traced back to about 1620 and I found mm-hmm. a, a Garrett Callahan, and the reason they put G in this was the um, the the English who who just couldn't pronounce Callahan without a G, so they put a Callahan in, but it became Callaghan. But a little bit of useless uh, information. But okay, so it was so it was the English that put the G in. Yes, so I understand. Oh, but right, I'm okay. sure I'll be correct on that. I've I've been reading your story, and do you know something? I, I, I love Michael Portillo's train journeys, but I think the you have had the most incredible. 30 years, haven't you? It all started when you were 18 and you decided, right, I'm buying a one-way ticket to Paris. Paris, yeah. It was my father, actually. My father, Tom Callaghan, who has passed away 18 years ago on the 27th of January, but it was very much him who encouraged all of us to do do whatever we felt like doing. Like, we wouldn't... um, We weren't made go to university, you know, unless one of us had a calling you know, like an artist or something, you know, he would help that out. But otherwise, you would kind of find your own way. And I had an opportunity to go to Paris. And he said, go, go get a loan out of AIB and um, and go and watch the world and drink coffee. You know, that was his um, way of looking upon it. And I went for three months and I stayed five years. Wow. And that was the beginning of my, um, and I'd obviously traveled a lot in Europe from Paris as well. And, and then I got this sort of fantastic job. That allowed me to travel the world and interview heads of state and ministers and and uh, produce reports for top newspapers around the world and magazines. 
Great job. Was it just the momentum that carried you? Was it just, I'll try this, let's let's see what I can make of this? Or was it something that, at the back of your mind, you wanted to do? Because you, you've done so many things. Well, um, I think I always had this bug for travel and not to sort of settle down for the picket fence. Yeah, and I always like the idea of going forward for them. I just met a great team of people. A lot of these people that worked with me became really good friends and were at my wedding afterwards. So it was, it was work, but it was almost like a lifestyle because it was so enjoyable. You must have met some extraordinary people. What was it like to sit with Yasser Arafat? Um, it was a funny situation because I didn't expect to see him that day. I was hoping we'd get to see him at some point, you know. We weren't really aware that we were actually going to meet with him until the last second and suddenly we're inside this sort of doors that are opening up in front of us and there he was sitting behind his desk. There was no time to get jittery about it, you know, you're just right in front of the man and he looks exactly as you expect to see him, you know, you see him on TV with his fatigues and, and, and the scarf over his head. There wasn't a moment to do an interview, it was more of a sort of, just a meeting, a meeting. And so I said to him, I'm Irish, um, President Arafat. And he's like, oh, yes, he's like, the Irish. And, we, and I, I tried to say to him, like, you know, we, we have a lot in common, you know, us, you know, maybe with the British and, yeah. you know, you with the Israelis and, and the fight that we've had over the years and, 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 the, and the turmoil. And he's like, yes, yes, the Irish, very close relationship we have with you, very close relationship. And I realized very quickly that he was probably referring to the beef crisis, you know, and stuff in Libya and guns and beef. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really didn't mean that. I meant more in general that we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a culture. I would never ask a woman her age. You're still incredibly young considering how much you have covered in 30 years since you left home in North Cork. I didn't go to university, so I, I, was, I was in the University of Life very quickly. Yeah. So yeah, when people say, like, you know, how much you've done. And, but yeah, I had a publishing company for 20 years, worked for another one for two or three, and lived in Brazil for the past six years. Yeah, I'm fascinated and, um, by this because Rio, Rio, the only thing, apart from reading up on it, I think James Taylor sings a beautiful song called Only a Dream in Rio. And I close my eyes some night and I think of it and you can you can hear the birds singing and, uh, you know, that gorgeous, lush feel of, of the mountains. And you live in the hills above Rio, I believe. I live in the hills above Rio, yes. About 10 minutes, you know, if you let go of the, the brakes of the bike, you'd be down by the beach within <laughs> 10 minutes. So right. never that far, but definitely... Yeah, just full of greenery and, and um, a little bit of a breeze so you wouldn't be too hot and too humid. And um, yeah, it was a great few years and we were very much stuck there during COVID. We couldn't really leave for about almost 24 months. Mm. Um, so it became even more like home, you know. You, the idea of getting an airplane became such kind of a foreign thing. Um, Sheila, you're, you're a hugely successful international model, very much in demand. I am today, yeah. I, I was going to say I that. I discovered in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> well, what led you into that, into that business? Was it, was it just quite by chance or was it something else that you wanted Completely to do? Completely by chance. I never, I mean, I, I had done a modeling course in Cork when I was 18 before I moved to Paris. And hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
you know, there was ne- not that many opportunities. I didn't really take it that seriously. And I left to Paris and I learned French and I worked in hotels and managed um, Dior de Change for many years there and then moved to Florence for a year and then got the publishing job. And I never thought about doing modeling after that first course I did when I was like 17. And so in Brazil, this guy spots me in the market and he's like, you know, King Abel say, like, who are you? He's like, you know, are you a model? And I'm like, no, I'm a journalist. And he's like, he's like, you have to be a model. You know, I, I, uh, I'd love you to do my, my, um, my shoot. You know, he was a young designer. Anyway, so I did it for fun just because he was so enthusiastic. And I just thought, what have I got to lose? You know, he's nice, you know, help him out. And so we did it two weeks later and um, the makeup artist who did my makeup posted a picture on Instagram afterwards and one of the companies that she'd worked with before saw it and suddenly my phone's ringing and they're saying like can you do our jewelry campaign and that's where it went it went it went from there yeah. and then i joined an agency and i was probably shooting three or four times a week in sao paulo so yeah very very busy as i say i'm big in brazil i'm small in europe <laughs> <laughs> no one knows me in europe <laughs> i was big in brazil <laughs> and yeah. that physically how demanding is the work um you know, it is. It, it all looks a bit glamorous or whatever, but like yesterday morning, I, I'm here in Dublin at the moment because I flew over to the Brown Thomas show yesterday, spring, summer show. Mm-hmm. So I flew to Dublin and I was up yesterday morning at 5 a.m. I had to be there at 5.30 for hair and makeup. And um, so it's quite grueling, you know, it's quite tiring if you're doing shows. You're there like six, seven hours beforehand. And even for a shoot, so I've got a shoot tomorrow where I'm in the Wicklow Mountains and I'll be up again at 6.30 for a pickup at 7.15. To, to drive down there. So if I do one or two shoots a week, I'm kind of okay with that. I don't need to do three or four, you know. It, it, is, it is tiring because mm. um, it, it's long hours. Also, I, I presume you have to watch what you eat and, and your lifestyle and that. How do you relax? I have a, uh, yoga. I do a lot of yoga. Uh, I do a lot of self-practice and I do a lot of hiking. And I've got a great dog called Panda that I adopted in Brazil. Mm. He's about two months old and now he's four and a half years. And he's my companion. At the moment, he's back in London with my, my husband, but um, he'll soon be in Ireland with us again. And so I just, I've always ate quite healthy. I suffer from psoriasis. So, you know, just eating healthy and sleeping well and not drinking too much, all of that helps my immune system. And I'm naturally tall, and, and my father was very uh, tall and slim. So it's sort of in my genes as well. But I do take care, you know. You want to be good at your best. Yeah. Your, your dad was a farmer, if I'm right, isn't that right? My father was a farmer, and he was a jack of all trades. He was a farmer, but he was a Christmas tree grower as well. And mm. so he used to be you known as sort of Santa Claus of Ireland. He sold all the <laughs> trees around the country, you know. And he'd land in Northwest Cork. We found two or three caves and and, and, and spears, you know, from the Stone Age. Really, and a, a tomb like two thousand years before Jesus Christ, and there's a lot to see and all the rest of it. I'm thinking, Sheila, there are a lot of younger people, probably at that age when you headed for Paris who are listening to you this morning now and, and probably saying what advice would she give me now I mean I'm 61 and I still don't know what I want to do in life but I know and we've both got so so far to go but for someone who's 18 or 19 what advice would you give them I would say take chances don't always basically don't always think like what's in it for me you know, I think we plan too much. You know, if I go to this university, I'll get that. And if I get this degree, you have no idea what doors will open, you know, as you close one. Yeah. So I would say take chances on, 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 on things and on people as well. 
go and, with your gut. But and I try things. Yeah, and I think learning a foreign language is, is just a massive plus because it, it allows you to freely move in that country and it opens up other doors for you. Yeah. And it was funny, I was listening to a podcast last week. I'm not sure if you know Christy, Christy Young. Yes. She used to do De- Desert Island Discs. And she was actually interviewed on Desert Island Discs last Sunday. And she was brought up by one parent. And probably like myself, my mother died when I was very, very young. When I was four. My father had six children to bring up on his own. But he very much made us all very independent. And she got this job as a runner doing some program, you know, when she was, she learned French, she got to France, and she became a, uh, an au pair for a while. But her mother said, yeah, just go off, you know, go off. She never went to university. I'm not saying that everyone should not go to university, but I think, yeah, open up your, you know, just take a chance. You never know what job comes along and, um, and open up the door to something else. It's been wonderful talking to you, and I know we could spend hours chatting about everything, as you, as you call it, the University of Life. But take care, enjoy Wicklow, and hopefully the sun shines for you. Hopefully it will. Thanks very much, Gareth. Thanks, Sheila. Take care of yourself. Yep. Bye-bye. All the best. Corks 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.